So I'm going to talk for a second about uh, Game of Thrones. And I'm going to talk about things that happened in season seven. So if you haven't seen season seven, if you haven't seen season seven, I'm going to talk about a scene from season seven. And if you haven't seen the scene, then it's going to be a spoiler. So I'm going to stop talking for a moment and give you a chance to turn this off because I'm going to spoil it for you. If you are watching it, I don't want it to be spoiled. So spoiler pause. Okay, so season eight starts tonight. Uh, so I was watching season seven, uh, I think episode four. I think it's called Spoils of War. I don't have the reference in front of me. There's a scene where... Um, well, there's two scenes. It's it's when uh, Daenerys and uh, her dragon, I'm going to just assume it's Drogon. I don't actually know. When they arrive at um, uh, on the scene at the battle, the Dothraki have just sort of come over the hill and then the dragon. I love that. And then all the carnage of the dragon um, inflicts upon the, the uh, opposing army is great. But there's that moment when... Um, Daenerys is trying to pull the spear or the the bolt, as it were, out of the dragon, and then Jamie's on his horse and he's gonna kill her, and then the dragon's head pops around, and I just love that. There's no, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna draw a real world, um, uh, I'm not gonna uh, draw wisdom from that. There's no real world application or like the fealty of others or the loyalty of others or when our friends are like dragons who protect. Uh, none of that. I just think it's amazing. Well, I guess except to say that. Well, no, yeah, there's not, it's just it's just amazing, and I do love the storytelling on the show. Uh, it's been difficult at times um, when Sansa and um, Ramsay got married, quote unquote, whatever. It's a sham. Um, I almost stopped watching the show. Um, the The violence uh, against women was. I was just like, oh. but I stuck with it uh, because I wanted to see what happened, and I, and in some sense, I'm glad I did. Uh, you can fault George R. R. Martin for creating the world in the first place, but if you think about the, if you set that aside and assume that the world he created is the one in which you're uh, living because you're watching it, I, I like how the, then I, then I would say two things. One, things that happened obeyed the rules of that world, right? Uh, it is a, it's a, it is a world run by oftentimes merciless people, and people behaved mercilessly. But then, what's interesting to me is. And because of that, people of um, mercy oftentimes didn't receive any. They were killed, which feels anachronistic to me because I believe, because I've been shown mercy, I should be merciful. Well, no, I guess that makes sense. But anyway, there'll come a day when the merciful will, will receive mercy. We will all be, um, we will all receive mercy uh, eternally, I guess. Sorry. Let me come back to <laughs> let me come back to my thought. Uh, this is this thought is almost like the way George R. R. Martin writes. I'm sure it's super scattered, but eventually we'll get somewhere. Um, but as it pertains to how things have turned out, I like the fact that there has been, in some sense, um, a turning of the tide for sure, um, and from um, a place of real and abject pain and suffering, a lot of the characters have sort of stood up straight and said, "No." Uh, that is not to imply that the things that happened to them were their fault. I'm just excited to see them um, come into something better. So anyway, that's a lot of nonsense. I am. Uh, it is literally 35 minutes from the season premiere uh, of the final season, and so I'm a bit discombobulated uh, and really excited. It's been a while since the story has sort of... I mean, I was a huge fan of Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, and so I suppose this is sort of akin to that in terms of the world... 
uh, that has been created and the sort of loyalty to the story or the attraction to the story. So I'm, I'm all confused. So forgive me, I apologize. Um, also, um, in case you didn't know, my name is Steven, and this is Get Tucked, I Don't Trust This Man podcast. believe I owe you um, a brief explanation of what I believe. So we took a three-part tour through, or uh, yeah, three-part tour through the journey of my, my spiritual journey, my faith journey. Um, and now uh, sort of as a capstone, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I believe. And I thought about how to do this. Uh, you could, I could refer to the creeds, the ancient creeds of the church, the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed. Uh, there's one called the Athanasian Creed. Is that right? Athanasius? I might be making that up. And then I thought about the way churches talk about themselves on their websites. Oftentimes when you look at a statement of faith, they tend to break things down by a, a sort of a, a somewhat predictable set of um, headings. So God, the church, man or humanity, um, <clears throat> the sin, sometimes that usually falls under man, and then uh, the end times. Oh, sorry, in scripture. I thought that might make some sense. I don't want to take too long, um, but I thought that, that could work. So let's start with God. Um, I believe in God. I, I generally speaking, believe in the, the God we read about in um, the Holy Bible, Holy Scripture. I don't know if the things in the First Testament, the Old Testament, are so much about how God relates to us as they are about how people attempted to relate to their God. But that notwithstanding, <clears throat> I generally speaking, uh, I ascribe to and, and believe um, in the God of, um, was it Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? And then I, I, I do believe in, uh, I believe in the Trinity. I know the Trinity is not a phrase or a term that appears in the New Testament or in the Bible anywhere. It is a, I think it was Tertullian, I think, who came up with the idea, but I, I do believe we see Trinitarian things in the, the New Testament. Um, I fully appreciate the fact that the existence of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit presents a bit of mystery, and there are some things that might sort of go just beyond our ability to uh, understand or explain really clearly. Of course, we have things throughout the ages that people have t attempted to use to explain the Trinity, things like the shamrock, you know, three in one, all that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> I do believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and I do believe, as I mentioned previously, that um, he was uh, divine, um, that he, in his humanity he contained deity as well. I also understand the mystery uh, there. Um, I, I don't see a reason not to believe in the virgin birth. Um, I, I've said this before, if I found out that that didn't happen, it wouldn't shake my faith because God can do anything, but I don't see reason not to believe in it. Um, <clears throat> it's an odd thing in my mind to to make up to support uh, the teachings that follow. And I think the miracles that Jesus did were intended to ratify his deity as well. Um, so it's God. I, I generally speaking believe 
uh, in the God that we that we see, the, the picture of God that we get, particularly, uh, and, and I, I think the, the tricky bits there, the, the punitive nature of God's behavior in the Old Testament, I don't want to get into all that now, uh, but I recognize it's problematic. I think what we see in Jesus is a bit, in some sense, easier to, to take insofar as uh, he presents a picture of a God who comes near and says, um, <laughs> in a sense, let's be friends. Um, so that's God. Uh, I believe in, uh, say I believe in the Bible. I, I don't know if you can believe in the Bible. That actually doesn't make any sense. Um, I believe the, the Bible is sacred scripture. I don't believe that it is inerrant in the way that evangelicals today mean to say that. I do think there are inconsistencies. There are two creation accounts. There are times when the gospels don't agree with each other. I think that is actually reason to believe uh, the Bible in the Bible more than not. I think if you were attempting to write um, uh, to write things that were meant to be hoaxes or, or lies, you would maybe try to have everything look the same. I think the disagreements are helpful um, in that way. Uh, I think I think that the Bible is meant. I think that in the Bible, we find a picture of who Jesus is and how we ought to live our lives. I think there are things in the Bible that are hard to understand and sometimes things that are contradictory. When that happens, I attempt to go to the things that seem clearer and go from there. I believe man is God's creation. I think that uh, along with everything else he made, he saw us and thought that we were good and still does. I do think we sin. We do things that we ought not to do. Um, we do things that are hurtful and harmful to ourselves and to others. And I don't think that makes God super excited. But I, I don't know that I ascribe to the idea of original sin in the way that I once did when I was younger. <clears throat> I do believe uh, as followers of the way, or as Jesus followers, it's good to get together. Although I personally have a, I'm in a, a bit of a tricky moment as it pertains to uh, church. Um I do believe it's a good thing to get together and talk about our lives and our Lord. What is that? Has God, uh, the Bible, church? Oh, end times. Um, or, yeah, end times. I don't know. No idea. I think Jesus will come back. I do believe that's true. And I do believe that God um, will save everybody. I don't believe uh, hell is for... I'm not sure there is a hell. And I definitely don't think that people go to hell. Um I just believe God's love is bigger than that, and I believe God's love is eternally dispensed usward, and I think ultimately his love will envelop all of us and we will all be saved. So I guess I believe in heaven. No idea. Uh, no clue. I think Revelation is largely metaphor and largely also relating to the um, early church, things that were happening at the time that John had his vision, but I don't know. No idea. I'm the wrong person to ask about all those things. Um, yeah, I have other, you know, I have, as you begin to work your way down from the big things, I have beliefs around how we should live and morality and um, topics pertaining to today, sort of like social justice topics. We can get into those later, but that is at a high level what I believe. So what's interesting is I think generally speaking, I, I lean towards orthodoxy, but the things where I deviate are probably pretty big deviations for some people, inerrancy of scripture being one, um, the certainty of salvation for all is one that gets a little tricky, although early church fathers believed in it too. Um, some did anyway. So I am close to being orthodox, but just ever so slightly unorthodox. And so it's a fun, it's a fun little grab bag. That's what I believe. 
I struggle with beliefs and all those things, statements of faith, because ultimately what it boils down to is what God, how God sees you and then how you respond to that. And, and when that happens is probably important, but it, it's not important to me in this moment. What's important to me in this moment is not that you and I believe the same thing. What's important to me actually is that at some, at some time, in some place and in some way, Psalm 118 verses 1 through 2 continue to have a sense. I'll give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever in value. Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever to your Father. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God and he has given us light. Blind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. I will give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. For his steadfast love endures forever. I hope your Palm Sunday was good. And I hope you begin to believe and understand how much God loves you. And I pray that tonight you might have peaceful rest and sweet dreams.